Pay Ratties. We love delivering you fresh, hot piping trash directly to your ears every single week, but we need your help. Yeah, with the cost of living crisis, a lack of advertisers wanting to support a podcast serving this much c- and probably future defamation lawsuits on the horizon, we need your financial support. If you're in a position to, please join our Patreon or buy some merch to keep rats in the gutter alive and festering. Yeah, festering. Please. (laughs) We're desperate. Buy some merch! Hello, my little Gorginas, Gorgianias. <laughs> Sam's, like, Sam's already annoyed. He's already. Oh, I call she's Spanish now. She's Spanish. It's like, what the fuck? Um, well, that's be- fitting because it, what are we talking about t- today in this in well, episode? First we're talking, of all, we're talking about we should, rage. First of all, we should say my name's Johanna Cosgrove. Oh, and my name's Samuel Tagani. And you're listening to <laughs> Rats in the Gutter. Rats Gada. in the Gutter. <laughs> um, we are talking about rage today. I was going to do a little riff on an intro, but someone's impatient, which is also fitting. <laughs> I think, also no, fitting. we got it. We got it. We got yeah. it. And on rage, it's so hot down here. I don't know what it's like in Auckland. I probably shouldn't even be complaining because I imagine it's like three I or five times hotter up there. Know. I don't even want to know what cool... Breezy, comfortable, windswept temperature it is. Well, I am currently sitting. I am Wellington. sitting under the AC, and it is sitting on about twelve degrees. But I can only feel it on my feet. Everything else is is sweating like a hog. I'm absolutely abhorrently angry at you. Wait, uh, you're a lizard person. You don't even sweat. I can see that you're not sweating. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? Yesterday was so bad. I had to have two showers, and that never happens to me. I hate an awkward humidity where you have a shower and then it takes like three to five hours for you to actually become dry after said shower. So you're carrying that dirty moisture from that, that shower around all fucking day, essentially. I don't know how your body works, but that's, that's how mine works. <laughs> <laughs> and that's science. And, <laughs> and that's if, just science. And that's just science. And if you say that it's not, you're homophobic as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Sam Takani, freelance writer, come human biologist. Oh yeah, my <laughs> god! <laughs> my empiricism cannot be faulted. You're like, I really love petri dishes and the contents of there within. <laughs> and the murder weapon was a Bunsen burner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my teeth are so fucking yellow at the moment. I've been mainlining coffee because I don't want to be awake. This is not a visual <laughs> medium, so it's fine. Okay, it says you who's got your full double D's out. I've got full double D's and a full face of makeup. <laughs> you look like a, a, play, a Playboy bunny before shot, like, um, you know what I mean? Before that. What the <laughs> fuck? Like, modicum of self respect and, you know. I was like, do you want to die today? Calling me a before shot? Calling me a fucking before shot? How dare you? <laughs> I'm like, too hot and dehydrated to be to be eloquent today, honestly. Well, I feel I'm, monosyllabic. I'm really lucky I'm recording out of Tim's garage and he very kindly poured me a wine. Which is, is that what it is? Because everything's brown behind you. You've got that leather chair and you've got I that know. exposed wood. That's why I said it looked like you were in some sort of whiskey lounge. I know, it's so chic. I wish I was in yeah. a whiskey lounge. I've never been in a whiskey lounge in my life, but I imagine it's... Like this, but with well, more I, I actually cigars. don't know what a whiskey lounge is. I'm saying whiskey lounge like I, I know what they are. Like I have any sort of life experience with them. I don't. Like I you really drink don't. a mint julep for breakfast every day and you just have some oil in the back garden. What the fuck is a mint julep? What is that? It's like, you know, in the southern states of America, it's like Big Daddy gonna have his mint julep like that kind of shit. <laughs> it's not. I mean, it's like those rich old southern men oil I don't want to talk about oil barons. <laughs> what are we talking about today? We're talking about rage. We're talking, We're about, talking rage. about rage. Rage. And I know rage. we're both two people who have strong um, Aries placements. I mean, you're Aries, Aries placements, both fire signs. I'm Aries rising. And I feel like, I mean, I can't speak for the both of us, but I do definitely feel like rage is my default emotional setting at any given time. Um, at its most benign, it's like a mild irritation, but it's it's constant. Yes, and I actually love that about you. I think that's one of my favourite things about being friends with you is that you're so comfortable with anger and that is fucking lit. Because I feel like so many people in this, my guess it's, I don't know if it's just a New Zealand thing, I guess it's just like 
Maybe it's like a British thing. I don't know. Fucking whatever repressed colonial shit. Whatever. I definitely think we have a problem with like um, strong emotion, with articulating it, with expressing it. Oh, absolutely. Um, and by, I specifically yeah. don't mean violence, but I mean rage is so healthy to feel. Anger is so healthy to feel. And I'm so sick of being like, I'm fucking angry about this thing that hurt me, that is awful or that is this and everyone's like I'm so sorry that you're feeling that way and I'm like fuck off you over therapized hyper woke fucking snake in the grass yeah as if it's like some sort of affliction right like it's a malady like the the second you start feeling too much like I don't know negative affect whatever or or too intense an emotion like you have to anesthetize it ASAP whether that's through I don't know literal pharmaceuticals or um, I, I don't know. What else do people do to, to kill the time and the misery? Have kids? Oh. The shit, I don't know. Whatever. Oh, God. Smoke weed. Cardio. Cardio. Oh, well, actually, I'm a big games. fan of cardio. I do play a lot of video games. Um, I played five, five hours of video games yesterday. Um, oh, it's becoming no. my Because I'm not drinking at the moment, so that's kind of like becoming my new coping strategy is like video games, gym and video games, which is fucked. It's like I'm living like – right now, I'm living like um, I was – in my early to mid-twenties, I was like a, a cis guy in a hardcore band, and I turned 32 and realized that the only way to maintain my indie cool or steez was to like go full straight edge. That's that's how I'm living right now. It's like a post-hardcore post straight edge dude with like a really bad sleeve, most of it blacked out because 30 oh God, percent of it's real probo. It. Yeah, I know, and you've got a lion tat on the chest. Maybe a swastika on the taint. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hide and see. Yeah. Hide and see. Hide and see. I wasn't drinking either, but I've recently... Uh, I You've got a wine in your hand. You have a wine in your hand. Yeah, but this is a special occasion. <laughs> what, a Wednesday? It's a podcast. I would also oh, yeah. like to just briefly divert talking about rage because I want to talk about how thrilled I am at the podcast so far. It's been amazing. Season one's been amazing. Thank you for listening to everyone. Oh, it's been really listened. fun. Thank you so much. I, I was in like a cafe. Um, I don't know, full, full disclosure, we've obviously talked about Auckland heaps and given the impression that we're both diehard locals. That is, of yeah. course, true. But it I've is- recently moved to Wellington and I had somebody come up to me in Newtown and compliment me on it, which is crazy. I don't I know this town. You don't know this town. This town doesn't know you. Yeah. But <laughs> you want to talk about rage? You want to talk about you rage? You want to talk about rage? I feel yeah. like uh, after being a pedestrian in Wellington, I know true rage. No, I thought I knew I true rage say, before, but I know it now. As somebody who grew up, I spent my teenage years in Wellington. We lived in Wellington. Mm. For, I lived in Wellington from the age of 14 to 23. So that's the majority of my life to date has been in Wellington. And let me tell you, nothing has instilled a sense of quiet, quiet, simmering, disgusting, heated anger than learning to drive in Wellington. And I will also say, are you joking? (laughs) I, I will confess that I do suffer from extreme road rage. Um, I've seen it. What are you confessing? I've been in the fucking car. I, I've, I've seen it. I do not I do it alone. I do it in front of anyone. The other day I was driving my friend to the airport and we were having like quite like a beautiful heart to heart. You know, it was a lovely, it was a really like emotional, like kind moment. Some can't cut me off. <laughs> and, and I literally went for me like, yeah, darling, I just, you fucking cut. Like I, yeah, no, you're, I've like, seen you behind the wheel of a car. You were a complete powder keg. It's, it's, it's some uh, Popeye <laughs> shit. It's yeah, completely yeah. off-putting. I feel like I've given it's several. Completely <laughs> it's completely off-putting. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I've given several boyfriends and love interests the complete ick because I've been like, "Hey, babe, I'll come pick you up." Three seconds in, I'm like, "Oh, you want to try that again?" Like, literally. <laughs> <laughs> that the, is the, definitely the that's thing the Aries. Is, it's the Aries. The it funniest is the Aries. thing is, is that it's like literally over, so, like. No one's really pulled like hectic shit on me in a car. It's a oh, no, mild it's, it's standard standard contact, standard like road code contact. It's literally <laughs> yeah. so it's, the, it's not the players you're hating. It's the game. <laughs> it's the game. <laughs> no, but someone won't be. Someone will be going like, it's a fifty k zone. Someone's someone's going forty eight k's, and you best believe I'm up their ass like I'm at a fucking Centurion Thursday night. <laughs> I am lubed up and I'm ramming them from the inside out. (laughs) 
Oh, stop. On that, I'm, uh, here's some, some more um, rage fuel is the fact that you can't buy poppers in, anywhere in Wellington. What? I know te- technically it's illegal and you shouldn't be able to buy it anywhere, but obviously in Auckland I have my sources. Here you can't, there's nowhere. And, I, you know, I've, I've asked around and shit, and I think the, the, the merest whiff of a lead I got was somebody saying that there's a guy, on, a, a guy, singular, non-plural, on Grindr who kind of like buys <laughs> it in bulk from Australia. Man. Yeah, and he like you can oh, hit him up God. on Grinder and, and he'll sell you a bottle. But that's so much admin, you know. Like I should just be able to walk into a shop and get it. It's really homophobic. It's truly homophobic. That's a gay wrong. <laughs> that is a, a gay, gay wrong. wrong. That's a gay wrong. Yeah, <laughs> that is, it's not great. We are the gay rights. That is a gay wrong. <laughs> have you ever felt like you have been so enraged that you could feel it sort of corroding your body from the inside out, like some yes. sort of bile or um, venom? Like a like I've been bit by a rattlesnake. Like to the point where you're like, wow, a couple of weeks of this, and I could probably give myself a stomach also. Hundred percent. In fact, I'd mm. already said yes before you finished the question because I was so oh, certain. Good. Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was yeah, cool. So cool, cool, certain cool. The, the familiarity <laughs> of that emotion. Um, <laughs> oh my god! Frequently, like I'm like I've actually okay. Contrary to you, I feel like if your your summer point is rage. <laughs> Sorry, pardon me. I um I've had a lot of coffee. That's disgusting. <laughs> It was also very, it was very uh, flavoursome. It was so flavoursome. It's giving, I'm literally the other side of the country to you and I could feel the meat heat (laughs) from that burp. (laughs) Meat heat. Yuck. Oh my God. Yuck. That'd be your drag name, meat heat. (laughs) (laughs) Meat heat. (laughs) Meat heat. If the meat sweats were a sound, you just fucking did it. (laughs) Meat sweats. Yuck. Oh my God. The meat sweats of it all. So what were you um, saying? I think I cut you off. Oh, I feel like... Okay. Like you behind the wheel of a car, I cut you off. Yeah, like me behind the wheel of a car. I, um, I wouldn't say that I'm quick, apart from specifically road rage, I'm not always very quick to anger. But when I'm angry, oh boy, the people that make me the angriest is definitely my family. Like my mum and my sister, I will flare up. Like it's actually psychotic. Like the things our neighbours have heard, it's surprising... It's surprising social services weren't involved. <laughs> Just I definitely, I remember growing up, our family definitely had the cops cops around more than once, more than twice, yeah, more than a handful more than of times. Twice. More so, than yeah, um, I mean, not to racially profile myself, but I am from Northland. Um, I am from oh, Northland. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> not to racially profile myself, and then I'm like, I'm up yeah. in arms about it, as, as if I have something to say. <laughs> well, if you did it, you'd take heat. So I'm just, you know, really, uh, I've got your best interests at heart. Think, I'm looking out for oh, you, girl. Sure. <laughs> sure thing. Sure thing. Um, no, but I really I feel hate like how slowly people walk here. I thought you were going to talk about that when you started talking about growing up in Wellington, but you didn't. So I would. Like I talked to, about well, um, the driving is just as bad. You'll be at a you'll be at, a, at an intersection, and the light will go green, and then it will be another second, and then the car will move. Oh, it just makes me sick. It makes me absolutely <laughs> makes sick. Me sick. Someone's trying to. Someone indicates for over ten seconds. I saw you on the first flash, bitch. Just move. Just fucking move. Well, do you it's find there's a difference between Wellington drivers and Auckland drivers? Like 100%. Auckland drivers are supremely aggressive. Because I work in West Auckland at SPP, and I was driving, and the, all those bogans, they just know how to go for you. They just know how to go for you. They're just zigzagging all over the road. <laughs> I love it. I actually really respect it because it's like, I'm moving here, and then they just and then you just move. Like I prefer to drive in Auckland because it's like it, the, the rules feel clear. It's the injustice of it all, where I'm like, you're ho- you're wasting my time, and you're holding injustice. me up. The absolute injustice. I also will say this, like just to circle back to the question about anger in general. I feel like not quick to anger, but I'm really fueled by anger. Like, I feel I always, um, I feel like my work comes from anger quite a lot. Like, yeah, completely. Like when I talk about my default emotional setting being anger, I don't want to sound like I'm pathologizing myself. A lot of the time. Oh, it's not like I'm consciously choosing to be angry, but I can feel that I would maybe resort to it or gravitate towards it more readily than other other modes because it feels mm. more comfortable, more natural than anything else. I don't know what that mm. says about me or arguably about the world. Like maybe there just is a lot to be angry about, you know? It's there right. Absolutely is a, there is a lot to be angry about. I and mean, it feels right. right in my body, you know what I mean? Like it feels right. It does right. feel right. Do you know what? There's something so purifying about anger, but it really strips. Like when you're, you know, when you're just completely... <laughs> 
enraged, like you're like, like hot, red mist, whatever <clears throat> the fuck you want to call it. Mm. Everything, the world feels like a very clear place. It like washes away all the kind of. I was like just going to say the clarity, nonsense, the clarity that it can the clarity. bring. Clarity. It's like post nut clarity. It's like full Hulk clarity. I guess it's sort of like rage is adjacent with like um, indignation, which obviously, you know, we're in a moment where um, people people are so quick to anger online. They can be, you can be indignant about something and then virtue signal and be righteous and visibly righteous, mm. um, you know, with absolutely zero stakes or risk, you know, so mm. people can sort of publicly t- turn their, their social medias into pulpits and, and feel away. all of that. Yeah, yeah, and feel all of that. I mean... I'm not, yeah. maybe I'm not a righteous person. I don't think I'm righteous. Or maybe I am. I don't know. It's hard to be objective about yourself, but I, I can tell you're very when righteous. I... F- thank you. I don't think I'm righteous either. Do you um, think I'm d- righteous? Oh, I think there's a, there's a time and a place. Um, <laughs> there's a time and a place. There's a time and a place. Nah, or maybe I'm conflating being righteous with being moral. Like, I don't necessarily think I'm a moral person, but maybe I am righteous. Like, when I... I I have conviction about something. I think maybe I can tend to be quite dogmatic about that. You absolutely, and you ha- also have to go close to the microphone. Uh, can you hear me now? Yes, that's much better. And you have to stay okay. there. Oh, Sorry, my neck! Girl. I know you're back at your pussy and your crack. <laughs> <laughs> um, back, back in sack. So um, w- we were talking about morality versus righteousness. Yeah, are, not the same I, thing. Not to be conflated. No, not the same thing. I would say that you're definitely dogmatic. Like when you. Um, are excited by an idea or furious about an idea or you have a strong emotional and or physical response to something, you really hoe into it with all guns blazing. Like I'll be like, this is good, that's bad, and good taste is not a democracy, end of story, that kind of thing. Oh, 100%. Yeah. I, like, if you, you don't like Gaspar away, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna kill your kids in the night. <laughs> I do love Gaspar away so much. I, yeah, I know you do love Gaspar away. Yeah, I know he's so proper, but I think he does a, a cinema of the body. I love his well, visceral commitment to it as well, and also the fact that he knows he's a pornographer and he just leans into that. I think the intro for Into the Void is one of the best things we've ever seen. I think it's great. It's fucking great. I also think climax is my favorite of his. I love it. That dance I one. I can't. I can't speak to that. I can't speak to that. <laughs> <laughs> then don't. <laughs> then oh, just don't. <laughs> then just don't. <laughs> what about, h- how do you feel about conflict? Like uh, like specifically, because I think we've talked, I feel like we're talking about rage as like a, as an emotion, as a fuel, as a motivator for something. But do you necessarily act on that? Are you, con- are you conflict prone? Is that what you're Are you conflict me? prone with, other, with others? No, I actually don't think I am, which sounds really counterintuitive after talking about how I consider myself a um, a rage ragey person or whatever. Um, mm. But I think maybe I can I can gauge that being slightly more conflict prone would only be fuel to the fire, would only make me feel worse. So yeah. I actually think I can be quite diplomatic, and if anything, I try to avoid conflict. I'm not afraid of it. I'm definitely not avoidant of it, but no. um, I'd rather not be pulled into have my time and energy diverted to bullshit, of which there's a lot of in Auckland. There is a lot of bullshit in Auckland. Yeah, this is a um, absolute surplus. Absolute surplus. Yeah, absolute surplus. Absolute <laughs> yeah. surplus. I, don't, I think I used to be really pro-conflict. Like, I would, I would just wade in, like, unasked, uh, like, uninvited, <laughs> unprovoked. <laughs> Um, and start arguments because of some sort of like edgy desire to, I don't know, it was definitely like attention seeky vibes. But I think definitely in the last five years, um, I've gone com- quite far the other way. And yeah, you're very diplomatic. Yeah, very diplomatic. Yeah, I'd like you. You definitely again. It's that making a distinction between like comfortability with rage and then mm. I guess being conflict prone, which would be a sort of compulsive acting on it mm. you don't necessarily have to act on it no and actually i at the end of the day it is about resolution right like i don't want to i i'm very comfortable with anger where's and her nobel some... peace prize ah! oh my god oh where's her sticker she did well in therapy <laughs> the middle east yahara cosgrove has the answer she has the answer it's the united nations of tits oh, <laughs> i don't god. think that's a good joke but i actually that 
Real, that joke means nothing. That means maybe nothing a little age well. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think people are going to listen to it and be like, "She's cracked and snapped. She's <laughs> cracked. She's they're going to be like, "Well, um, she it's she's making a podcast at the end of a very long and tedious day." Yeah, and she, they're like, "What does this fucking dry little jets cracker have to say for herself now?" <laughs> she's got two brain cells. She's rubbing them together and they're sparking, but they aren't necessarily <laughs> catching. <laughs> she's got two brain cells, and one's on the right, one's on the left. <laughs> <laughs> God. And she's got bad jokes coming out of her, like mother's <laughs> spoiled milk. <laughs> Mummy's milk. <laughs> Mummy's colostrum. Oh God, so speaking of rage, human synthetic No, otherwise. I have a question. I have one question. Sorry. So, right. Sorry. Okay. And in theatre, we call that blocking. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Which one of us went to Twifakati, New Zealand? Well, I was school? just going to say that. And, and which one you. of us spent it's, it's one you. month at a cold Philippe Gaulier in Paris? It was me. You mean, you mean clowning school, right? Yeah, I mean clown school. Um, is, <laughs> yeah, ask what a question. Do you, oh, <laughs> go on. Don't, pa- don't patronise me. Go on, go on. So, okay. I will ask it. My question was, um, what do you think the most rageful time in your life has been? Like, a, have, do you, were you, you weren't like an, ang- you weren't, were you, oh, I've had a stroke. Were you an angsty? <laughs> 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 Sorry, can you please ask me this question? Okay, you sound like you're doing the opening. <laughs> the opening bit. Oh my god, shut up, Shakira. <laughs> oh god, what is the question? I what asked the question. The question? Oh, What's can you reiterate? Is there a time in your life that you've been really rageful? Um, do you mean more than more than the 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 low simmering through line that is my life? Well, I feel like now you're pretty self-actualized and you're 32 and you can deal with conflict and you're a diplomatic hot man that resides oh. in Wellington, unfortunately. Yes, it is unfortunate. Um, it's really unfortunate. That's really right. Can we just clarify, for the record, I'm in Wellington um, with Oh, yeah. Can, can, can we say why you're in Wellington? I don't I don't know if we can t- talk about it overtly. Let's just say that I'm at film school and leave it at that. And it's something <gasps> that I'm very excited to be doing and I'll be here for a year and a bit. Um, so that's for anyone listening is like, oh my god, what's this cunt doing in Wellington? I, th- there is a, a, a reason that I can't expressly talk about, and and I wish I could, it's, but I can't. I've never felt so proud of anyone in my whole life. It's so thrilling. Thank you. It's so great, and probably the only reason I'll ever move to the cesspit. <laughs> yeah. And if you're listening, if you are in Wellington, you're listening to this. I'm sorry, but you know it as much as I do. Okay. <laughs> Honestly, fly, fleance, fly. That's all I have to say. You, you asked me a question, didn't you? Something about... Yeah, uh, I, and I'm going to ask it for the third fucking time. <laughs> <laughs> what is the point in your life where you were most rageful? Oh, God. Um, oh, far out. Um, over boy stuff. Yeah. You, um, like breakup stuff? How old uh, were you? Um, maybe when I, when I was last in a relationship, you know what I mean? Like just general yeah. mis- miscommunications, consistent miscommunications yeah. and misconstruals and things like that. And just feeling so, so dumb with it that you just sort of like can't even place why you, you feel so angry and, yeah. and, and you, you're too angry to even begin thinking towards some kind of resolution, you know, like, mm. Um, and obviously, b- b- being a, being a teenager, I feel like I was very—I don't know whether I was ragey or angsty. I think I was just angsty, um, and I remember feeling like sad and angry, like every fucking teenager. Yeah. And were you, you were an angry teenager, a sad, angry teenager. Yeah, but I. Ch- I um, what am I, I saying? I know that you went your first day at Troy Ficardi, You arrived in a raspberry beret with an oilskin notebook. So of course, <laughs> yes, you were a sad, angry. Teenager. No, I would like to correct you on that. I did arrive oh. with a moleskin notebook, but I Whatever. also had a, a full-length black mesh dress, and I was wearing um, oh fuck, what's that designer? Vivian Westwood did a collaboration with her. These basically like really expensive designer heels that look like traffic cones. It was Did so pretentious. No, Melissa's. <laughs> Melissa's. I was wearing Melissa's. Oh, yeah. You know, like those, like <laughs> yeah. And yeah, they, yeah. I looked like I'd gone out onto fucking Willis Street, nicked a couple of roadies, chucked them on me trotters, mince, 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 and we go. I looked. And for those of you who are in Auckland, Willis Street is in Wellington. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's where my gym is. <laughs> city Fitness. And not much else, if I'm honest. Do you know what my dad calls City Fitness? Oh, what? <laughs> 
shitty fatness. <laughs> I don't wow. know if we can keep that in. <laughs> shitty fatness. It's, it's funnier because it's not. <laughs> well, that's that therein lies the joke. It's called shitty. irony. Shitty fatness. It's just a game of substitution. It's like saying, yeah, I can take any business name and call it Poopy McPoopy or whatever and, and call that a joke. It's not a joke. It's just substitution. I'd also like to say that Samuel is one of Auckland's foremost erotic and <laughs> literary writers. Uh, mostly and ferociously <laughs> scatological. <laughs> Dark academia. <laughs> um, I wish. I reckon like that was probably my aesthetic as a teenager, as, a, as an angsty teenager was like Dark academia. Oh, yeah, that was my aesthetic as soon as I read a Donna Tart novel on a train. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You best believe I was wearing fucking On vests. a train. <laughs> oh, my God. I read I read um, Secret History. That's that's what it's called. Eh? Yeah, yeah, Secret, Secret History. And I should know that because it's actually one of my favourite books. It's a fucking excellent, excellent, excellent novel. Yeah, it's pretty and great. And I read it on a train between Gdansk and Krakow in Poland. And I read it with my like oh, me and that's my that's right. Because I went to Poland when I was eighteen. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And my friend Esther came to visit me, and she, we started in Gdansk, and it's a twelve-hour train ride, and all we had between us for entertainment. This is in two thousand ten. I had my old iPod with like one like cracked little movie loaded on it, and then we had one. Oh, book. Uh, could so you watch movies on your iPods? Yeah, I had one of those like fat, like real like like one hundred and sixty-five gig iPods. And you had one film in it. What, what was it? Super Troopers. Oh my god. Excellent film. I've watched Sorry, it Sorry, you had Super Troopers on an iPod. That is the most 2006 sentence I have said in years. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking years. And you best Since 2006. And I got it off my first boyfriend's lime wire that he'd ripped. Oh, that's great. Yeah. That I went around great. to his house. I, <laughs> I think we'd just broken up as well and I was like, um... Oh, you said that you were going to put some songs on my iPod, and I went round to his house, took his whole iTunes library, ate all the brownies his mum his mum had baked for him. <laughs> Literally shoved them in one by one. Ate half and the ice rage, cream out and of, a blind rage. Yeah, and a blind ate rage, half yeah. the ice cream out of their freezer and just pieced the fuck out of there. I was like, I'll oh tell God, you, what actually, I needed. The moment that I was the most angry in recent memory was here. Yes. So it was like uh, a couple of weeks ago, and I was scootering home. Yeah, in Wellington, and I was here at the hub, and I was scootering back to my house. Literally, on like one of the e-scooters, um, and I fully collided with this woman, um, and she went flying, and I went flying over the handlebars. Um, no, you didn't <laughs> tell me about this. Yeah, I think I was too stunned and and angry. But I'll, I'll tell you why I was angry. Uh, com- this is completely irrational. This is without rhyme or reason. I was angry at her. I was like, my, uh, you you crashed into her and you yeah. were angry at her. My initial response was, you Are you mowed, okay? <laughs> my initial response you was, mowed some bitch down and I you were angry at her. Yeah, Yeah. Like, obviously, I didn't express it, but I was like, I was so annoyed. I was so fucking annoyed. I was like, babe, why did Wellington Council go and install all of these cycle lanes if you're just going to walk across them? You stupid bitch. What do you think was going to happen? (laughs) I was on the cycle lane. (laughs) Look both ways, cunt. Is that what you said to her? She's like, I see you were right. And then also, like, I was the one, I skidded along the ground on my knees on the asphalt. She landed on some comparatively much softer asphalt um, that was uh, so, part of the stairs. Excuse the me, she, she landed worked. on softer asphalt. It was like, uh, like p- plush tiles. I can't explain it. You weren't there. Plush but, um, tiles? <laughs> what in the Wellington fuck is that? <laughs> but I could clearly see that I was the worse off. Plush and tiles? When I made Fedor- the It's giving era, fedora. It's going for Dora. It's yuck, like, yuck. <laughs> if you check out the Renos, yeah, I love the plush tiles <laughs> and the exposed wood. Oh my God, excuse me, I just biked down with my record player strapped to the back of my penny farthing. There was a fucking, Fuck okay, also Wellington related rage. <laughs> um, I was walking to the New World just before to get snacks, came back, and there was a, a, a truck that was called somebody's, like somebody's name's. Um, mobile record store so it's a a van that sells vinyls oh no yeah that's that's not for you (laughs) yeah no no oh yuck no oh no wait is it so it's like it's It's like like an ice cream truck that sells vinyls it's like an overweight 50 year old mr whippy with a (laughs) 
We also well, got say, Marlon it sells Williams in the back. Vinyl. What's so going it sells, on there? Sells all the accoutrements. For if, if you're a, a Gen X currently undergoing a punishing midlife crisis, then you're going to want to try and find Herb's Mobile Vinyl Store because it's got everything you want and need. Herb's, I think it's called Herb's. Oh, don't go to him because he'll come to you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Herb will find you. Herb will find you. Oh, I don't mean to. Oh, th- no. I don't mean to be so hateful about Wellington. It's actually all right. It's really beautiful. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. I was recently in Christchurch and Littleton for a wedding, and as I was walking around, I was like, Christchurch is actually pretty cool. And then I realised the reason that I thought Christchurch was cool was because I was hotter than everyone else there. <laughs> Like, I know we're Auckland eights, but it, for Christ anywhere, is 12. Christ yeah, Christ is 12. Christ is 12. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Though it, it doesn't, it doesn't work if you do that. Going, you know, um, having your hotness become uh, objectively increase as the further south you go because southern men are so fucking hot. Like they're outrageously hot. When I was no, in Dunedin last year, yeah, and I, really, I don't really understand beautiful. why. They're gorgeous. And there's so many hot bogans down there. I mean, you don't want them to open the mouth, but to physically peruse. All the stunning. boys in Dunedin on the street made Auckland guys look like fucking milk toast mud, abortion survivors. Mud. Just creamy. Oh Absolutely creamy. <laughs> <laughs> fucking creamy. Oh my God, like a clot pre flush. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Kind of like fade dysentery sufferers, you know what I mean? Oh, yucky. Back to anger. I feel like the time that I was most recently angry was on the weekend when I was moving house because moving house fucking sucks. It sucks. I've only done it three times in the last 10 years. I've done it three times in the last year. Yeah, that's horrifying. It's horrific. It's horrific. And I feel like it's getting... I used to be so much better at it as well. I was like, boop, 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 like basic... Sorry. <laughs> Yuck. Yuck. <laughs> but I feel like there was a point where I was so good at it. I was like ready to go. Had my little suitcases. I was like a one woman traveling circus band. Like dee doo dee doo dee. And now I feel like since being back in Auckland, I've put down some roots and it's really fucking difficult. And every little thing stressed me out. Like I cried in the floor of Bunnings. They had to, they had to ask me to leave the premises. It was really intense. <laughs> so furious. Who else? Who else in Auckland um, that doesn't regularly use meth can say that they've been physically escorted off a of Bunnings? <laughs> <laughs> Only Johanna Cosgrove. <laughs> he was like, "They're closing the store now," and I was like, "I oh, just need a minute!" <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! You don't have children or an emotionally incompetent husband. There's no reason why you should be having a meltdown at a Bunnings, even if you yes. are moving and it's 100 degrees and 80 percent humidity. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, you put you take one little walk in my dock sandals, bitch, and see how you go. <laughs> Actually, on that, I need to get some new sandals. These these warehouse ones aren't cutting it. Yucky. Yeah. I don't know why I'm being really. I'm being, I feel like being mean to you because we're talking about rage. I feel really fired up. No, it's good. It's, like, a, it's, all, it's all part of our chat's fire. <laughs> um, speaking of fights, mm. what's the biggest fight you have, you've ever had? I don't know, probably with my dad. Oof. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Like, I stabbed him with a fork. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's hectic. But also chill. You know, he lived. Yeah, I mean, like, look. He didn't die at that time. No, he didn't. He didn't. <laughs> <laughs> and we didn't even know, call the I cops that time. I think he vetoed it because he was embarrassed that I sort of won that round. Yeah, he did win. Yeah. Well, I had a fight with my sister so bad that I called the cops on her and she had to spend a night in the cells. <laughs> <laughs> it was so bad. We, I, the fight started because... Oh, one my of God. Us had, well, she be, is she going to be okay you talking about this? Yeah. Okay, sure. She'll love it. Also, follow my sister on TikTok. It's Bratty Cosgrove. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> well, it's also just true. So we had a fight. We were teenagers, so I would have been 17. She would have been 15. So, so it was my last year of college. And mum and dad were both at work and both in meetings. And 
we this fight just erupted and it ju- it it went on for fucking hours. And I think the starting point was one of us had borrowed the other person's clothes. Oh my and hadn't god! Returned it. And it descended into hell. We were like kicking each other, like punching each other, like like trying to like crack each other on the head. Like it was so gnarly. At one at one point. At one point, she locked me out of the house and I scaled up three stories of the building, like, like up the conservatory, got back in the house. We're like screaming, bellowing at each other. And then she pulled a knife out of the drawer and I was like, you put that knife down or I'm calling the police. And she didn't put the knife down. And so I was like, one, 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 cunt. And then lo and behold, the police came. God! Oh my god! Yeah. And then mum and dad got out of their meetings and answered, looked at their voicemail machine, and there was like seventeen messages from me, be like, <laughs> like in- incoherent, completely incoherent. Come home, cops all over the place, cops all over the place. And they were like to me, "Would you like to press charges?" And I obviously was like, "No," um, but because. Um, they they perceived it to be an issue of domestic violence. So oh off to the God. cells she went. Oh, my God. So she had to spend the night in the cells. She had to spend the night in the cells, which I think is too much for the police to do. That's really fucked. If she I was, was your sister, 15. I would never have let that go. I would never I'm let actually go. curious to see if she has fully let it go or not. And the I wouldn't have. And if she podcast. hasn't, who can blame her? Who can blame her? Who can fucking it's blame lo- her? It's the longest she didn't speak to me, though. Two weeks she didn't speak to me. Yeah, no shit. Because of you, she just spent a night in the cells. Yeah, <laughs> oh the, sal- the full cells. The full cells. <laughs> yeah. Like, <coughs> oh, oh I will say, like, as a family, <laughs> as a family, <laughs> Tim looks repulsed, babe. Right? Sorry, 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 sorry. Yeah, yeah. I just, I got my nose full of coconut water. <coughs> oh, yeah. Continue, continue. Um, I would say, as a family, though, we were pretty comfortable with anger. Oh, not, Dad, not so much. Dad, Dad, Dad didn't like raised voices or, like, he's a very, he's a calm Sounding more man. 1950s by the minute. Um, yeah, I know, but. Mum, me and my sister, you can hear us meters like screaming, yelling, very conflict, um, pro, very conflict pro. <laughs> Similar to our family, I mean, I feel like I always had a problem with it. I kind of thought we were, I had shame about it. And I was like, oh my God, like, yeah. we just can't have like a normal time. Mostly because of my dad, because he was so like, um, he just swung like a fucking pendulum. It was so traumatized, yeah. et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, yeah. And I used to, yeah, feel really stunk about it. But then I had a close friend who one day when we were teenagers said to me, like, no, later, when we were in our early 20s, she was like, um, I love how comfortable your family is with rage. And, and they taught me to have more, you and your family taught me to have a more positive relationship with my anger. And I was like, what? <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah, That's I, your takeaway? Fucking um, hell. One man's trash really is another man's treasure. But the- <laughs> <laughs> Your trauma is my trinket. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, trinkets, trinkets, Pandora. Ooh, trinkets. Ooh. <laughs> a little bauble for my little box. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Ooh, trinkets. I yeah. If I was your sister, I wouldn't have forgiven you. A night in the cells. That's. I'd be having nightmares about that to this day. Yeah. But Let's keep that boggart in the closet. Yeah. <laughs> The boggart, <laughs> not the boggart in the closet. <laughs> oh shit! Oh, oh shit! Speaking I'd... of boggarts in the closet, yeah, what, are we going to out someone? No. <laughs> and the lucky winner is no, yeah, as a segment. As a repeat segment, <laughs> we out out someone every episode. <laughs> No, we approach it like full PIs, like it's investigative journalism. Like, Due to my extensive research yeah. over the last 79 days, I've recently discovered that a secret is hiding in Blockhouse Bay. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my god. If there's anyone you want us to out for you, send an email to ratsinthegutter at gmail.com. <laughs> I mean, that segment can literally call Boggart in the Closet. Boggart in the Closet. Boggart in the Closet. Boggart in the Closet. I just want to circle back to righteousness. I absolutely had a period of full blown righteousness, for sure. It was when was I it think it was probably. It was probably 2016. 
I was living in Whangarei. I just discovered like feminism. <laughs> I can't even say the word. I just feminism. discovered. I just discovered feminism. I just been like I think I just been made aware of a lot of wider issues in the world, like the environment and society and class violence and blah, 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 intersectionality and racism and stuff. And I was hitting, I was beating that fucking drum so loud. And I think it's all of those things are really important to learn and to know. But the, the pendulum swung so far the other way. I was so furious about all these things. I would not shut up about it. I mean, I had a slogan t-shirt company for God's sake. You did, you did. But you did well. You were archived in Te Papa, so it was clearly of the moment. We were archived in Te Papa. And, and I think, you know, those things do make change. For, like, good things come out of being angry in that way in a public sphere. It's like everybody when you, you know, like you you start realising um, how shitty and complex the world really is. It's kind of like a loss of mm. innocence vibe, you know what I mean? And you think it's yeah. you're the only person who knows this and you think it's, it's information that's passing through you through and into you exclusively so you become really obnoxiously voluble about it you know like that's i think it's a pretty common experience um i think we're all um in similar places in 2016 in particular um i do really feel like uh that was a year where uh social media sort of realized its potential to be an incendiary pulpit where people could uh indulge in, in the indignant pleasure of of taking the high ground in a performative way Totally. But um, you, at the time, you truly believed you were making change and contributing to a better society on every level. Yeah. You yeah, know? yeah. And it's funny because even now, you, I feel like my tolerance for that kind of stuff is so much less, yet I still consume that media. Like, I still want to – I think it's, it's still really fucking important, is what I have to say. Yet The world? Uh, yeah, or, or issues world. that we need – or issues that people need to be made aware of and are angry about and are affected by. The world's really bad and I'm really angry. What you need to know. (laughs) (laughs) Rats in the gutter. A hard-hitting podcast. Shit you should know. I think there actually is a podcast called Shit You Should Know, isn't it? Probably. Live, laugh, love. Fucking hell. Anyway, I feel like I'm embarrassed of everything I've just seen in the last minute and I'm probably not going to it out. <laughs> no, keep it. Keep it, keep it, keep it. Fuck it. You're like, the cognitive, you're like, her cognitive dissonance is so loud today. <laughs> I've, I'll tell you what made me feel dissonant was being in, being in Wellington and watching the floods happening in Auckland. That made me feel really oh my fucking God. dissonant. No, me too. Because I was in Littleton when it was happening and I was at a wedding and this, this like gorgeous wedding and look, she went downstairs. I was... Wasted off my tree. You know, says check my phone. Oh, Nana's floating away. I was like, what the fuck's going on? Auckland looked like uh, uh, it was so crazy. I was like, people have died. I was like, my house is destroyed. My friends' homes are destroyed. What's going on? And then I got back to Auckland, and that was the weird bit because the the mood on the ground. You'd look at the, you'd look online on your phone, and it was shots of like complete destruction, like West Auckland and South Auckland, like fucked up. And then you'd see people li- swimming in literal poo water and like <laughs> boogie boarding and being like, "Wee!" Which in the summer um, in Auckland is not different from any other day. <laughs> no, literally, it's Hearn yeah. Bay on a Casual Friday. Um, it's constantly fecalised for those beaches, and people still swim them every fucking day. But no, they're so honestly they're so bad now, Samuel. You would not want to you would not want to swim in any of them. Apparently, on a normal <clears> day, like to close the beach, the reading has to be like two hundred, mm. right? And that's like. Poo water don't swim or like the water's contaminated. The readings at the moment are two thousand. Like it's 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 like Yuck. bacteria bacteria city. So it's, it's necrotizing like a, fasciitis. It's a smear test on the tarpaulin that's been on the ground for all of Tuesday fist night at Burgheim. Yes. Y- okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's the whammy toilet on a Sunday morning. Given it oh, a good old fucking repugnant, absolutely repugnant. Yeah, yucky, yucky. Yeah. Um, but that was very dissonant, and then also people's attitudes. Like, it was literally like a state of emergency. the The general advice was don't go out and don't and like don't be on the road because half the roads were fucking destroyed. And then people were just like mincing around, going about their day, and it was. But also, so do you mean specifically like Central Auckland, where we generally live and hang out? Well, the, this <coughs> is the other thing, is because Samuel and I, Central Central City girlies, so the Central City like K Road, and it's and the one K radius of, in which Samuel and I 
naturally reside is our um, habitus. Island. It's completely unaffected. <laughs> Literal <laughs> island. <laughs> it was an island with a moat. Um, <laughs> and, and that was crazy. It was crazy. Like It was like if you weren't directly affected by the floods, you'd forgotten about it by the next day. Whereas people like so people odd. literally died, people lost their livelihoods. Like I was talking to somebody yeah. yesterday here in Wellington, and they were like, "Yeah, my friends, like all their dogs died, just oh drowned." God, that's, that's awful. Yeah, horrific. That's fucking awful. I know it's just awful, and I don't even like me- dogs. Oh, the mayor, that fucking the fucking mayor, he can suck my fucking dick. What an absolute cunt. He looks what like absolute um, piece of shit. Uh, fetus Voldemort. But that somebody's sort of like, it's just rolled around on the floor of like a, a, a salon or a barber. So he's like got all these loose hairs on him. Oh, That's yuck. what he looked like. He looks like a broom covered in saggy skin. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He looks like like a, a cancerous testicle. Like, ugh, that yeah, somebody's drawn a face on. Yeah, I was going to say nutsack. Yeah, yeah, completely. Sort of stretched out nutsack. Yuck. <laughs> oh, my God. Just for context, the reason that we're hating, if, you, if you're not aware or if you don't live in New Zealand, thank you to our three Australian listeners. <laughs> <laughs> Massive floods in Auckland. The mayor refused to declare a state of emergency. Um, there was no forewarning. He did many things, which you can easily find online, that basically contributed to the mass destruction, like closing all the, like taking the public transport away. There was an Elton John concert, which actually, there was a conduit for fu- like really fucking people up. That's why I mean so many people on the roads because the Elton John concert, or just lots of shit, lots of stuff. And he didn't. He didn't communicate with the media properly, therefore no one was communicated with properly. And they um, totally cancelled Laneways, obviously, which means the 100 Gig Side shows were cancelled, which I was really disappointed about because I was really I know. looking and forward to Haim those. And the Haim girls. Haim. <laughs> yeah, but they're from LA. They, they, they can't handle a drizzle, let alone, you know, a flood. Yeah, and yeah. I think, look, I like, I like the band, but they seem annoying. <laughs> Is that? Do you not think? <laughs> I like what you do, but I feel like I'd hate you. Oh my god! I heard one of the most awful things on a podcast the other day, where someone one host said to the other host, well, "Stop listening to Joe Rogan." I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> no, only you listen to Joe Rogan. I do not. I occasionally his reels come up in my feed, and that's that's the end of it. That is the end of it. I don't know how. I don't know what I followed to make to enable do, that. I think you should just stop talking. Actually, okay. <laughs> Samuel is not a fan of Joe Rogan in any way, shape, or form. Um, <laughs> no, but one hosted to the other, they were like, "I, I would, I would love to be loved by you, but I would hate to be in a relationship with you." And I was like, "I felt oh, so personally what? attacked by that weak argument." I was like, "Fuck that!" It made me furious. I was like, "What the fuck kind of shit is that?" So, where did you read this? What is it? Is it like some sort of weird? It was on a podcast. I'm not going to say what it's on. I'm not going to say what it's on, but. If someone directly messages me, I'll t- I'll tell you which podcast it's from. Was it was it Tim and his podcast? Is that are you quoting Tim? I'm not at liberty to say, <laughs> <laughs> but the other guy's name kind of sounded like Shmai Shmommery. Oh, poor Tim! God, are we still talking about rage? I can't even tell. What's the time to me? It's eight thirty-seven. We're good for the set. Yeah. Are we? Well, how are we going to wrap this up? How are we going to wrap this up? When was the last time oh, you I have so a question. All right, you go. No, I have a question. Okay, ask this it. is a spicy. This is a spicy question. Okay. What was the angriest you've ever been with me? Um, and have we ever had a oh, fight? Oh, when you cop blocked me um, <gasps> from that guy at that party. Do you remember that? Yes. That and was, that was actually. <laughs> it was That was chill. quite early into the friendship. Oh, well, it was chill in the aftermath. But it was you, very annoying because I was like, you were fucking livid. At I the was time. quite livid, but it was hard to stay angry at you because you, you just you somebody you knew your flatmate at the time had told you something about that guy that you you took at face value, so you thought you were like doing me a solid. I and did then, think I was doing you a solid, and, and then obviously then, later it came to light that that said flatmate was actually um, just uh, casting aspersions because they wanted him for himself for themselves. Exactly. <laughs> so really, I was the victim. <laughs> and that's the hill I'll die on. <laughs> and that's the hill I'll die on. But I'm really like Jonah I don't think we've ever had a fight. I can't remember. That's the only thing that I can think of. 
And the angriest mm. I've ever seen you is when B slammed your hand in the door by accident when we went for that long oh, walk. Oh, don't give me that. Yeah, that was, it was Should we dark. not bring that up? I've let it go, but that was really dark. And I, <laughs> <laughs> Can I just say, okay, I'm going to say some of the story. So we, it was me, Samuel, <laughs> B and D. Hi, sweeties. I know you are listening to this episode. And my friend Hannah, who lives in Sydney. And we're going for this gorgeous walk in Bethel's. I'd driven us all out there in that nice 45-minute drive. We get out Let's of the just car. Get, also, also, keep in mind that I hate the beach and that... Yeah, I was just going to say, I Samuel is not a nature boy. Samuel no. does not go for walks. I'm allergic Samuel to anything that up. is in a dead urban environment. Like, I need asphalt. <laughs> Samuel showed up for a six-hour hike in Teva's and tearaway Adidas pants. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to drink. I don't know what prepared. to wear. And um, as Bridget was getting out of the car, she shut the door and didn't see Samuel's hand. It was accident, and it sm- it smashed Samuel's hand in the door frame, and I heard a bellow of a dying wildebeest. <laughs> yeah. Hannah was so scared that she did it. Her, she was looking at me through the glass like she was so shocked. Like when a stranger calls, like like <laughs> like this. No, I can I'm see that everyone. Her. You and Hannah ran ahead to get literally to get away away from me and in the drama because I I, I like. I surprised I myself with the, the vibe that was coming out of my mouth. I, I just, I couldn't help it. It was such excruciating agony. And it I, was I, primal. And yeah, it was a it was total, a primal total accident, but also, you know, it just, it was dark because I already had a sort of reluctant malaise about being, being at the beach. Being on the wall. Doing this fucking hike. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, of course, of course, of course. Of course, of course, of course. Yeah. yeah. I can't say, the angriest I was at you was on the weekend when I moved into your house. That was it. I know because I, I told you about it. Well, I thought the cleaners were going to do a better job, and I, I really, I don't know why I left those boxes there. In my head, I was like, oh yeah, they'll be fine. They clearly weren't. It also was hysterically funny because I walked into the room. It's like enough books to fill a secondhand bookstore, <laughs> um, a dildo the size of a small child, and a mattress that I sat on the mattress, and a spring came through. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, I love. Samuel, <laughs> and I'm gonna kill him. I could literally, um, I know, I could live in a dumpster. Do you know what I mean? I'd be, yeah, I'd be you very could. happy in a dumpster. And I really, I love that about you, completely yeah. resilient. Just for context, um, because Samuel's moved to Wellington, I've moved into his room. And if that doesn't smell of codependence, I don't know <laughs> but don't therapize me, please. I know. I'm I really annoyed about those cleaners. I, you know, like it cost two hundred and fifty dollars for that one fucking room and a little spot clean of the bathroom, and they didn't even get the Maybe wall. You had to do the wall. I had to do the goddamn wall. I think you should send them some hate mail. <laughs> I, I can. I can. And if I don't need that in my life. Do you know what I mean? And if anyone wants to send us hate mail, you can reach us at ratsinthegutter <laughs> at gmail.com. Thank you so much. I've been Johanna Cosgrove. And I've been Sam Takani. And this has been And you've been listening to Tanagana. We did not synchronize on that at all. Did no, we? can we do it one more time? I, feel, I like the out of sync version. No, we're doing it. We're doing it in sync. Ready? Okay. And this has been Rats in the Feel the little stinky little rat, 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 r